0: Hello.
1: Hello. Hello, I'm Gary Bellamy. This is Down the Line. Give us a ring. 0800 068 7060. This is your show, your opinions, you count. Now, crime doesn't pay. Or does it? Well, our very special guest today is criminal Tony Beckton author of a brand new book called Beyond Reason. He's out of prison and he's here with us in the studio today and we'll be talking to him in just a moment. So give us a ring on your views on crime. And whether it pays or not, 0800 068 7060 or email down the line at bbc.co.uk. So he spent more than half his life behind bars for a variety of offences, including armed robbery, GBH, assault, perjury and many others too disturbing to even mention. So please welcome to Down the Line, Tony Becton.
2: Tony, tell us a little bit about yourself and your new book. Well, uh, my book is basically the story of my life. Um, yeah. I began writing it when I was in solitary mm. uh, on the Isle of Wight in Parkhurst. Uh, in, in total, I spent over 24 years in the Majesty's prisons. Uh, when I was in jail, I was also framed for a couple of assaults, and mm. I received further years on top of my sentence. Although i already been given life, I was given a six-year on top of the life. Right. And that really played with my nut.
1: Did it? When was the first time you actually went into prison? How old were you? First time I went in jail, I, yeah. went, I
2: was done a bolster when I was 15 years of age. 15. And what was the reason you went into bolster? Uh, you... The actual charge was demanding money with menaces. My dad used to run the market down in yeah. Deptford. Deptford, that's right. He's so... got, he's got, he's due a nine for an armed robbery. He had a Saturday job. Mm. He used to rob banks, uh, and I, I've taken over the market for him. And in those days, I was about. I was only about 10 or 11, and uh, I've put a false beard on. I've gone around from stall to stall, lining mm. people up and getting the money off them, because you've, you've got to get respect off these people. otherwise they there take liberties with you. When you were younger,
1: was crime considered something more fun, something more um, friendly? It was almost like it was all
2: about... And is it fun? Well, you get all these stories about these gangsters who became heroes in those well, days. Well, they became heroes because they lived the life they wanted to live. They were free. Yeah. They were like noblemen. Sorry? They, they were like noblemen. They lived a... The noblemen? Light. Yes. They would not cow down to anyone, be it the police, be it any form of authority, and they lived like lords on the land. They had their own code of honour. I'd like to read a section of
1: your book now, Tony, and I'm yeah. going to have to ask uh, Matt, my producer, to, uh, to bleep out some of the language, because naturally it's very honest and uh, it might cause offence. So <clears throat> I'd just like to read this little section out here. My mum was shit compared to dad. She got on my nerves, fussing around me. I started giving her a few clumps to keep her on her toes. She didn't like it. But what woman does like a dig? I had me rules, though. I only hit her during the week and gave her the weekends off to recover. Now, <clears throat> that is quite shocking stuff. Um, but what I think, what I get from this book is that it's about change. It's about someone who's yeah. done some terrible things and yeah. has realised the errors of their way.
2: I t- the thing is, Gary, when I hear that back now, it's mm. like a different person. Yeah.
1: Didn't you have your mum strangled? Yes. Yeah. There's another bit in your book I'd like to read. Um, Mum had to go. I got the antelope to strangle her after bingo one night. He buried her up Norfolk way on some land me uncle owned. Later on, he built a garage on top of her. I drove up there once and filled my car up with petrol. I bought a king-size Mars bar and sat on the forecourt, chewing the caramel. I started feeling upset... So I went behind the counter and chinned one of the p***s, and I said the Lord's Prayer and went home. God bless you, Mum. So the antelope presumably was someone you'd
2: hired to strangle your mother. The antelope was uh, a pal of mine, and the reason he got that moniker was in the local paper, he jumped a couple of people once down Mm. Deptford High Street, Mm. and this is a God's honest truth, one of the guys said to the reporter, and it was printed in the paper, he came at me like an antelope and that's what the guy said it was a man he didn't look like one no he's blonde did you actually go to prison for strangling getting your mum strangled no he never got me for that and now I've done the time it's impossible to charge me for it no I wouldn't be talking about it i why did you want to have your mother strangled what had she done to you I see her talking to my man in the street my father's in the jail Mm. and I see her talking in, in, in broad daylight to another man and that and the fact she was getting on my nerves anyway and she weren't my dad you know she was. She, she was your mum. Yeah, exactly. And I found she tried to be my dad to me, and she couldn't do that. And she couldn't fill that role. And I, I, so, did you have? Do you feel? Did you feel bad about having your mother killed at the time? No, no. Uh, I was young. I was carefree. I did, you, know, you know, when you're that age, you don't really think about what you're doing. You just do it. Whether yeah. it's battering someone or killing your mum or, or just drinking too much, you just get on with it. Get up and, and get on with your life. How did your dad feel
1: when he found out that this had happened? That your mum had been killed.
2: He was angry at first, but when I explained what had happened, he, he backed me right to the hilt and he, he was all right about it. Because you obviously have, were very, very
1: close to your dad and it yeah. must have had a huge effect on you when he went to prison. Yeah. And he was, was a role model for you, was he? Certainly was. So by him going to prison, did you feel like you wanted to have a, to, to commit
2: bigger crimes or? or... I, I wanted to get in his shoes, you know, and, and, be, and be the man he was on the street. Certainly the length of my jail term, yeah. I, I, I did gain a lot of respect. And do you regret anything you've done? Does crime pay? Oh, yeah. I mean, asking a man who's done 25 years, 11 in in, in, in solitary, does crime pay is a silly question, because mm. in a way, no. But in another way, would I have got the respect from the street if I'd I worked in a fish shop? Probably not. Would I have got the respect if I'd been working as a ticket collector? Probably not as a ticket collector or a man who works in a fish shop ended up doing 25 years in jail. No, that's the price you pay. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, we're going to be taking your calls to Tony. Any questions, give us a ring on 0800 068 7060. It's an, it's an amazing story, and I'm sure there'll be lots of people who want to ask you a few things. In fact, we're going to go to our first call now, and it's Tessa Swift from Hastings. Hello, Tessa. Hello. What's your question for Tony
2: Beckton?
0: Tony, I wondered if you have... Um,
2: who do you think is the best murderer? Best murderer. Best murderer. That's hard. Mm. There's been so many. I mean, Hitler. Yes. He was good at what he did, but he but, delegated a lot of his murders. Yes. I mean, I think I think murderers should be sort of should be one on one, shouldn't it? I don't know. I've seen a lot of people get done, and to hand they say a the knife is better than a gun because then you've got to face the man, look white in his eyes as you stick it to him, you know. Yes. How many people do you know? Shit, my knee was good. Yeah, but he wasn't really someone to respect.
1: There's no was like, honour
0: in that, in an injection, is there? It wasn't, no. and his victims were hardly a challenge to him. Well,
1: yeah, Yes, uh, Tony, what is an honourable honourable killing? I,
2: hello, what's your name? Whack, watch him go out. And a cowardly killing would be in the back, from behind, get someone else to do it. And what about hitmen? Then it's different, isn't it? If it's a business job, someone's got to go, and you get a kiddie off the estate, or you get a Russian in, motorbike, boom, 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 he's gone, then it's a different thing. But business can cloud the issue. Business can yeah, cloud yeah. the issue and, and of murder. It, it's
0: delegation, it's like you said before, it's not even the the honesty of uh doing it for yourself.
2: Exactly. It's nice um, to hear a woman who who knows a lot about it.
0: I am interested in murder.
2: You ever killed anyone?
0: No, I, I no but I'd love to.
1: Thanks very much for your call. And who's next on down the line? It's Roy Wiley. Hello, Roy.
3: Hi, hello there.
1: Hello, where are you from?
3: I'm from Wisconsin, USA. Oh, right. But I am currently domiciled in the UK. Okay. Yes, I'm uh, a practicing murderologist.
2: The septic tank. Pardon me? Oh, yeah, Yank, septic tank, yank. Pardon me? Rhyming slang.
3: Oh, I see, right. Cockney rhyming slang. Apples and stairs, so forth. Yep, I got it. No, it's okay. The septic tank. <laughs> Think about that. That's great. Yeah, I'm a murderologist, and I'm picking up on your theme. Jack the Ripper, you know, there was a glamour, there was a violence.
2: Right, Roy, can I just say something? Can I say one thing? Uh-huh? Your mob, you are the the kings of the murderers. Of
3: course we are. They, they, they all, I mean, I that sure there is nothing. The well, let's Jeffrey Dahmer, come on. <laughs> the guy killed people and ate them. Come on. I know you had Dennis Nilsson.
2: Yeah, but I'm talking about with you, the gun culture, the life is cheap where you are. Can I tell you
3: something? We are... You're correct. We are the most violent society on Earth. You're not as
1: violent as those countries in the Middle East where the children of six are waving guns in the air.
3: I think you'll find we are. We could stomp on those people.
2: No, they are. Man for man, if you look at the murder statistics in America, I've, I've studied all this when I was doing the Open University, and they are bad murderers.
3: Yeah, without doubt, I would say that Jeffrey Dahmer embodies everything that you want in a serial killer. Thanks very much for your Thank call. Thank you very much.
2: Bye-bye. Bye. Sounds like... Uh, no, he's... His stuff, didn't he? The guy? he knew, he was a, he was a murderologist. Mm.
1: Well, we'll go straight to another call now, Tony. And I've got uh, he's not given his real name, it's Mr. Quick. Hello there, what? uh, What's your question for Tony? I uh, have
3: a question. Is I just wanted to say to Tony, you knew the antelope, mate, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I knew him as well.
2: Did you? I did. I knew him. I've worked with him on many occasions. He was, it oh. was a it was
0: practically family. He was a beautiful, beautiful man. Well, it was a diamond, it? People think you I mean people say things and like that,
3: but he, I knew him as I knew him. He was a beautiful man, a yeah. lovely, lovely kind man. Okay. A Lovely man. Yeah,
2: yep. no, he was a lovely and beautiful man. Yeah. And we both know that. Diamond. But uh, I want to say one more thing to you, Tony then. Mm. You're nothing you are, mate. Hey. I sit him with you a blue post, I saw you
3: run out of there when it went up to your tail between your oh, legs know. you couldn't right, no. oh, right, put, put your Nothing, mate. Okay. Player. Thanks yeah, very please. much for your call. It's yeah, all right. Don't you.
1: worry. Thanks very no much not Thank nothing,
2: you. Thank you. Thanks. Who's that? You give me details after the show, yeah? Well, I can't do that. You will. Well, you didn't give them to me. Well, you get them. Well, all I know you is you get them.
1: All I know is you he's... get them. All right. All right. Um. You're listening to Down the Line with me, Gary Bellamy, and my special guest, partially reformed criminal Tony Becton, and you can call in to talk to him on 0800 068 7060 or email downtheline at bbc.co.uk. And we'll go back to the phones right now. It's Anthony Robbins from Portsmouth. Hello. What do you want to ask Tony about his book?
4: This man is selling this book, particularly for financial profit.
1: Well, he's publicizing a book, which is out in the chart. You know, it's
4: basically, it might as well be going into a bank and smashing somebody in the face and stealing their money at gunpoint. It's the same thing. It's it's, pre- it's 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 making money out of crime. He's written Look, this my, salacious, never... sensational book about his life purely to make money. And you on Radio Four are promoting this. You're promoting violence, okay, You're listen. promoting criminals. It's this terrible cult of the celebrity no. criminal that these people are somehow more interesting and <laughs> better not. than the rest of us.
1: What if John le Carré was on here talking about one John of these latest books? John le is
4: not an armed robber. This man is profiting from violence and you are promoting hey, that mate, on Radio For This is not the I sort of thing. want I make my money, I'll make it. I don't ask you what you exactly. do. Exactly. That's exactly the problem with British society. Well, what do you do, do for How money? I want to do How well, I make money? No, it's I'll absolutely lap. no concern of yours how I make my money. Why if I not? tell you, you'll probably come round to my house and burgle me or something and steal it off from it. I'm not oh, telling you anything. can see the red mist. Nonsense. Yes, exactly. I'll exactly. you. I'm tell me it. you've changed. You've not changed. What no, I owe you. Who's the gone gone i can't have that. All right. What? It's okay. Is that the red mist? What? Is that the red mist? Yeah. What
1: do you want to call it? Red, black, blue? Oh, I can't have this.
2: I'll
1: get my parole.
2: Are you all right? Yeah, just shut up. Just let me clear me head. Let me clear me head. Okay.
1: Do, do you want? Would you like a glass of water?
2: Shut your mouth!
1: Right. Well, this this is a controversial topic, so I suppose uh, it's understandable that tempers might get a little heated. Um, what's that, Matt? Good idea. Emails. We've got lots of emails coming in. Thank God i got an email from PC Derek Crow from Glasgow, who says that uh, the city centre on a Friday night is like a war zone. And an email from Kenneth Pardue who says he agrees with absolutely everything the last emailer said. So, Tony, before we take some more calls, I'd like to just read another section from your book to maybe get some perspective on your life. I missed me, Dad. Though, who was going to look after the market? And me, and Mum. I had to grow up fast. I already had some pubes, and I practised talking in a deep voice like Dad a forced beard, and I was all set. Me mum was proud as punch of her little soldier. I tore through that market like a chicken with a firework up its arse. If people give me any lip, I jumped and punched them in the bollocks. The women, well, I made do with spitting in their faces. It felt great. I was the king, and everyone else could piss off.
2: Yeah, I was only, what, 10, 11 years old? But I was, I was top man running that street for a long while after that.
1: Do you look back at that person then and think, that's not me, that's another person? Who is that man? Do you know what, I'm ashamed of him. When I got
2: lifed off, they lifed me off at the old Bailey and I was really depressed. Then I got angry and the red mist came down and then I got really depressed. And then I've got really angry and I felt like a steel vice was round my brain. Yes. I went mad. I've, I've lobbed custard all over the screws and I threw a kettle of water all over a nonce. It was cold. What a mug I felt. I attacked the governor with a with a drawing pin. I try to stab him in the center of his forehead. It took six crews to pull me off, and I was mm. banged up. Uh, and down there, you have a you have a blanket, you don't even have a mattress, and they turn the light on on and off, hour on, hour off, hour on, hour off, Ugh. and it's all hit me. Everything I've ever done, from throwing fireworks at the postman, kicking the cat, to violence, what I've done to my family, and it took me a week to come through that and feel all right. And after a week, I thought, OK, you've done that. Yeah. Now change.
1: But would you call yourself a criminal anymore? Now, no. Is know. Tony Becton a criminal? No. Great. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, we've had loads of calls, so sorry if you can't get through. Uh, let's go now to Robbie in Scotland. Robbie, what's your point?
3: Oh, right, uh, big man. How you doing? All right, chop. <laughs> you're not know, I've loved hearing what you're saying, you know. People... Well, um, we come from, you know, a similar background, you see. Aye. Hey. Right? Yeah. What? Yeah, most of the time, I, ask. listen, I can't speak very well. I, 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 a few, you know.
2: What's your name, mate? Robbie. Robbie, where are you out of, Robbie? Easter House. No, oh, well, you probably know a few people I know up there. <laughs> 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 you know, like, like. Have, have you been, yeah.
3: have,
1: have you, are you, um, have I you been to, been, been to you
3: know, prison, Robert? No, of course, I haven't spent a lot of time inside.
1: Yeah. Ah. What were, you, what were you in prison for, Robert?
3: Uh, I had a couple of dinks, you know. So you see what I'm saying? Right? I'm like, I'm saying that what, you, what were
1: you in prison uh, for, Robert?
3: Of, you only know call me, don't you? See that roadmap? See that? My back, right? The scars and that, you know.
1: What were you? What did you actually I, go to prison for, say Robert? What, it's
3: silly, though. You know, it's, it's all, it's all daft. It's
2: in the past, is not it?
3: It's but past. It's just, that's history. you got to put that stuff behind you. Yeah,
1: no. I mean, I'm not that interested in just talking about crime all the time and all these bad things we've done. It'd be nice well, to... I'm not going to talk about sociology, Paul. No You tell him. No, but the point is, I mean, we're not here to glorify or glamorise violence. I mean, the whole point of your here, story, no, Tony, is not really that you've tired. found the error of your ways yeah, and you're a changed man. And, Robert, if you're just ringing up and saying how oh, you I'm enjoy knives and stabbings, it's, see, you know what I, what I mean? just don't great, think it's particularly constructive. OK, we've got some more emails here. We've got... Jesus
3: Christ.
1: Is he still oh, on? Oh, I
3: got uh, That's
1: it. Matt, I thought we got rid of him.
3: Alright, 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 Yeah, right. Okay. Thanks very much for your call. Can you put the phone down now, please? Get off, get yeah.
1: Off, uh, yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Get off my call.
1: Bye. And I've got another email here from PC Ted Pennington from Hull, who says that the city centre on a Friday night is like a war zone. Okay, we've got Anselm on the phone now. Hello, Anselm. What what, what are you bringing to talk about today? Well,
5: I'm I'm a taxpayer and also a churchgoer and somebody who believes that law and order is the only way to maintain society. Now, uh, you, there's people going around, breaking into people's houses, they're yes. things, and they, 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 they're they stealing people's shoes, and, 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 and then they want to have uh, intercourse with them when they've broken into the house. And this has right. got to stop. I'm sorry. This has got to stop. It's gone too far now, and it's time uh, uh, for people to make a stand. How can you possibly have a fellow on there talking about how does uh, crime pay? And there's old ladies uh, sitting in mm. their house, afraid to turn on the television because somebody's going to break in and, and, and try be familiar with them and you, you, you we're,
1: we're not condoning crime we, we know basically Tony Becton is a reformed criminal and surely he's a Christian you should understand forgiveness and, 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 be, be, and be proud of what he's done
5: but what has the Lord said what has the Lord said? The Lord has written down in the book, he has said, vengeance shall be mine. Has he not said that, right? Vengeance shall be mine. And that means to say that the Lord is extremely bitter and revengeful if somebody has crossed him. But, and he will make sure that that person has to pay and he will cast him asunder into the and brimstone of hell and make sure that a person has suffered for their wrongdoings. Oh he my said, God, thank you. Listen, thank mine. you. Listen, thank, you bit,
1: me now. thank you very much for your call. I've got George on the line. Hello, George.
3: Mr. Beckton, you don't remember me, do you? No. Ah. No. But you see, when you was a little boy and you was a tearaway, right, you come into my kebab shop, right, in New Cross, and you stole something from my daughter. You stole my daughter's Jackie comic, right, and also her pig bank. And that had all her pocket money that she had saved and scrimped to go for to go to a holidays on the, the Isle of Wight in Shanklin. And you shattered a poor little girl's dreams, you know? i had to comfort her how do you feel about that
2: i'll tell you what i feel terrible about that george i mean i've done some bad things in my life arson murder robbery i crushed a golf nest once when i was eight years old out of a tree but uh if i can do anything to pay back to you for what i've done like if i'll give you a signed copy of the book well actually
1: that would
3: do very nicely mr Beton.
2: okay
1: Thanks very much. If you stay on the line, we'll get your details in a moment, George. Okay? Thank you.
3: Thank you very much. Thank you. George Michael is not a poof. Right.
1: Um. Next caller is uh, Graham Downs. Hello, Graham. Hello,
3: Gary. Hello, um, uh, your guest there. This is Tony. Tony Becton. Uh, Tony Becton. Right, yeah, Graham here.
1: Have you got a question um, for him, for Tony?
2: Well, I'm
3: just wondering, hmm? what do you think that... Don't you think, really, like, that punishment should fit the crime? How do you mind? Yeah? Well, I'm just thinking... Say you're sort of, like, you know, like, like a young person who, like, rapes old women, right? Oh. You, then, like, oh. the, the punishment should be that you should have to be, mate, like, you know, have to, you know, like an old woman should be doing it to you.
1: Well, hang on a minute. I, I'm not sure that works. Because I think, A, you wouldn't find an old woman who would want to do that to, to somebody else. Oh, no one. And B, if they've done it and they enjoy it, that won't be a punishment, will it? Oh, yeah, I know. Do you
3: see what I mean? Yeah, so, no, I no, don't you yeah, know I never thought about that because right? they'd end up
1: enjoying what they were doing to them But
3: well, do you know what I mean the principle though, made the punishment fit the crime I don't, maybe I didn't pick a very good example I think you put it. the
1: wrong example yeah,
3: yeah. well the? well I'm a film I think a lot of the trouble of course it's a performer boy is not it a foreign boy I love
2: that oh. no you're wrong to be honest I've met some diamonds in jail black my yeah, Chinese, all, all different right. colours. Uh, yeah, exactly.
3: I was out of order. I'm out of order. I'm out of order. I'm very yeah. yeah. really, sorry.
2: Thanks for your call.
1: Got another call on the line. way to speak to you, Tony. It's uh, Quentin Clifford from Stratford upon Avon. Hello, Quentin.
4: Hey, good evening. Yes. Hello.
1: Hello, Clifford. Quentin. What's your question?
4: Yes. Um, well, I'm very interested in the psychology of, of violence and criminals. I'm given to understand um, your gentleman guest. today.
2: Tony is it did mm, Tony talking me. Yes. Talking to you, hello he?
4: Tony, hello, now, I gather from from what's being said that you are something of a, a of a violent character
2: Look, let's let's get clear this up. I've done some things in the past, I've done me time and now I'm out, and I'm clean as a whistle
4: so but but in in the past, in your time you you you've um assaulted people yeah oh, you, yeah you've you've hit people, yes yes um. What sort of provocations did you find, um, you know, would, would cause you to, to, to do this damage? Uh, it
2: depends on a person, it depends on the day, it depends what mood I'm in. Well, Sometimes... say, it was,
4: say it was me and I walked up to you in the street, um, you know, what might set you off?
2: I think he's just asking you,
4: he wants well, to well, know, could, what, I know what would anger you. Might, you... You,
2: might, you might disrespect me, you might say something about me missus, you might scratch me car, I don't, I don't yeah, know. So like, Sam, what? I,
4: I would say something and sit, set you off and, and you would hit me, would you?
2: Yeah, I might. Yeah, I might kick you.
4: Where, where about, whereabouts would you hit me? I
2: don't know. i gear, gear one right in a jaw.
4: What, what, what do you think you'd be wearing? What's he saying that for? He's having what, a lot, isn't he? Would you perhaps be wearing leather gloves? Okay,
1: no. turn him off. He's one of them. Who's the next caller, please? We've got Harriet Briggs on the line. Hello, Harriet.
3: I can't believe it. I wrote you letters. Did you get them? I wrote you. I wrote you every week. I come to visit once, but they wouldn't let me in. I sent you all sorts of stuff, I no, sent I, you knickers, I, I keep, yeah. and are you going to be doing any signings? Because I quite like to come along.
2: Yeah, I'm doing a little quick
3: oh, signing. Whereabouts are you going to be Yeah, sign. where is it going to be?
2: Uh, I'm doing Norwich.
3: I'll go there, yeah.
1: Harriet, can I ask you what, what fascinates you about the criminal mind? No,
3: it's not criminals, it's, it's
1: him. What about him? He's got
3: a lovely head
0: of hair. Absolutely lustrous.
1: anything. nice for you to say so. But seriously, hang on a bit, Tony. Do you know what I mean? You should be saying to her, why are you, Why are you... I'm a bad man. There's nothing to be... to worship about me.
3: Yeah, but who wants to go out with someone who works down a spa when you can exactly. have someone who's got had a bit of life, lived It's about rep. <laughs> it is. You know it's I mean? about the glamour.
1: OK, well, thanks Thanks for that. But, but Tony, do, do you really think we should be encouraging the cult of the glamorous thug? I mean, really? I ain't encouraging it. Yeah, but, but in your time, you were a nasty piece of work. Well, well, you know, that's,
2: that's, that's people say things. Um, well,
1: you know. No, no, in your own words, you were a thoroughly evil bastard. Oi, 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 slow down with that. We don't well, speak about that. Now, right? And I quote, and from later on, I was a piece of s***. What would you say to me? It's only what you said yourself.
2: Listen to me, don't come and sit opposite me with them headphones on, right, and speak to me like that. Radio or no radio, because I will come over there and I will break every bone in your body. Is the red mist coming on? If it did, boy, you'd know about it. They'd be picking up in a shovel.
1: Uh, Okay, and there's some more emails here. I've got an email from uh, PC uh, Malcolm Davis, who says uh, that uh, Exeter city centre on a Friday night is like a war zone. Uh, Tony, we've got another call for you now. We've got Janice from Cholton. Hello, Janice. Hi, Tony. Hello, how are you?
0: I'm fine. Tony, you talked about doing time. Yeah. And... Forgiveness and recovery, do you think everybody uh, is due forgiveness? Everybody has the right
2: to it. Well, I see it. I've done my time, I've cleared my slate, and uh, I'm, you know, starting from scratch with a a smile on my face and a a kick in me walk.
0: Do you think everyone can be forgiven?
2: Uh,
0: Do you think I could be forgiven?
2: Oh, I don't know what you've done.
0: Really bad.
2: What, What have you done...
0: Just something really bad.
1: Well, how bad is it?
0: Terrible.
1: Well, how terrible? Have you phoned the police? No, I can't. What have you done?
0: Tony, do you think you can be forgiven whatever you've done, that you can start afresh?
2: I don't know. It's not for me to say hey, not my job. I ain't God. I feel like him sometimes, do not I? This thing you've done that's really bad, yeah? Yeah. How many letters has it got?
0: Um. It depends. It depends. Uh, yeah.
1: Was there a lot of noise? Um, was, it, was there a weapon involved? Yeah. There was. Right. It's
0: something anybody could Is get. it a gun,
1: love? Is it a gun? Is it fire? No, it's something anyone can get hold of, she's saying. Well, yeah. you can get hold of a gun. Yeah, it's but like anyone can... But you, anything can be a, n- a nasty weapon. It's not, it not be a
0: gun. B- it's not a gun. gun.
1: Right. Is it, it could be a tool. Is it a tool of some kind? It
0: can be used as a It can too. be used as a tool. A hammer.
2: It ain't like a plumber's thing, is it? Like A, a monkey wrench.
0: It's it's similar, but it's not.
1: Janice, I don't think this is uh, going anywhere, but thanks for your call. Uh, but look, if anyone out there has any ideas on what she might have done and to who and uh, what with, why not give us an email, uh, down the line at bbc.co.uk?
2: Yeah, it's like Cluedo, isn't it?
1: A bit, yeah. T- I'll tell you what, um, whoever sends in the best suggestion, we'll send them a signed copy of your book. How about that? Um, okay, let's go back to the phones. Rufus Chamberlain is on the phone. Hello, Rufus.
3: Hello. Apropos of nothing, I'd just like to say that the British justice system is the best in the world. It's not perfect, of course. Uh, nothing ever is. No system is 100% uh, infallible. No. It's fallible because human beings are involved, and human beings are fallible, as we all know. Yes. Um, I've travelled extensively. I'm, uh, in my capacity as legal secretary. Right. And I've seen uh, justice systems throughout the world, in emerging democracies and in established democracies, and also plutocracies and aristocracies, and meritocracies. Right. And I've, I can say unequivocally and without fear of contradiction, the British justice system is always, without shadow of doubt the best in the world. But one little known thing is that British injustice is also the best in the world. I've seen injustice in many countries and I can safely say that I would rather be the victim of British injustice than of any other sort of injustice. Not least French, Italian, Afghanistan, Iraqi, Australian, wheresoever you care to put me. So so really the the hub of my call is hats off to British justice and a big rousing cheer for British injustice too. Marvellous.
1: Thank you very much for your call. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, hello, Morris from London. Hello.
2: How you doing? All right.
1: I'm okay. You're down the line.
2: All oh, right, sweet. It's nice. Uh, people can hear me out there. All my brothers and sisters out there. All right, sweet. Hello. Right. Listen, I want to call and talk about crime. Okay. I just one thing I got to say, right? Yeah. I thought about this for about one hour. I was upstairs in a bath, right, having a bath, and I was okay. thinking about what I wanted to say because I don't want to make a fool of myself. No. People are listening. Of course. Crime, right, is bad if you get caught. Otherwise, it can be good. What you don't realise is, when you say that, people imagine you in the bath. That's the bad thing. I didn't think of that when I said it. But people out there now are thinking of me in a bath, what I look like.
1: What do you look like in a bath?
2: Well, bits of me float. What bits? I can't say that, man. That's for the girls to imagine. (laughs) (laughs) and some of the guys by the sound of what your show thanks very much
1: for your call thanks Maurice well that's thanks for all your calls and thank you Tony for coming in it's Uh, been great to talk to you one thing yeah yeah, of course
2: uh, this is to everyone going out in all the jails all the detention centres all over England crime don't pay and you'll be on the South Bank show this Sunday yeah at
1: 10.40 yes brilliant thank you very much